Radio Primavera Sound, powered by SEAT. Hello and welcome once more to the Weekly Review, the show where two grown men, or in this case one grown man, and a gifted young trend detective make sense of the world by analysing events in popular culture. We get on top of things like which TikTok so you don't have to. Um, Johan is still off being a father, but Marvi is here to drop knowledge on the world. Um, and she's really happy that we made her listen to Danielle Harl, which I wasn't expecting at all. Ma, how are you? I'm doing super good, actually. Are you on a mountain with, with us? <laughs> I am. Uh, behind the controls with a steady hand and heavy heart is Rob Roman. And I, for my sins, am Ben Cardew. And we're going to listen to um, a little bit of some 60s music. The Fifth Dimension with Aquarius. Uh, today on the Weekly Review, we're going to be looking into NFTs. We're going to be looking into Danielle Harl, who's got our album of the week. But first of all, Mark, why? Why are we listening to this song? Can we listen a little bit more? This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Okay, have you noticed lately any big changes happening in our lives? Maybe a global pandemic caught your eye. Yeah, or, <laughs> it did, yes. Or something big shifting and changes in society, something of that sort. Are there not always big changes in society and shifts? Like like, like this era that we're living, like this. No, all right, yeah. Okay, it's quite, quite different from okay. other, yeah. other times. And I think we have all been catching up to these changes that have been happening and stuff. Well, let me tell you what else is changing apart from society and and all of us in this major change. The literal era we're living in, we are now in 2021 entering the age of Aquarius. Excuse and me? Yes, the, that, that's why I wanted to play this song because... The age of Aquarius. Um, the, this shift that we're literally entering, like this, it's not an exact date, but maybe last year and this year is when it's actually happening because we have a proof. Um, it's a shift that happens around every 2,000 years. Wow. 2,000 plus years. So uh, we were expecting a big change and, and now it, it kind of makes sense that all of these sudden changes we're going through are happening now. Hang on, a question. Right, okay. Yep. The people singing The Fifth Dimension, they make The Age of Aquarius sound like a pretty good thing, right? <laughs> Sounds good, does it not? Right. And I'm, I'm sorry, but the, the globe pandemic has not been a good thing. <laughs> it's You're not. Being okay. Because when it, a big change happens, you have to not destroy what was previously there, but there has to be like a, a abrupt like breakup or something, and then the good starts to happen. So we're in the breakup part. We're in the changing that you're so confused. You're like, wait, 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 what's happening? I was used to being in the age of Pisces, which mm -hmm. is the era we were in for the last 2,000 years. And now we're entering this new era ruled by Aquarius. 
And indeed, it has a deeper meaning that you're waiting for the good stuff that they sing about is that we are and will be much more connected. It's an era that we will be connected to innovation, radical expressions, originality. This is what Aquarius will bring us. All right, but how, how do you know when we're entering the age of Aquarius? Is it like the stars align or something? I I not exactly like an astrologer, <laughs> but I, I've been looking into it and it's... Um, well, the, the 12 signs happen every these 2,000 years, so in 25 or so, that 1,000 years, we will have completed the big chain, the big year or whatever it's called. And I think it is ruled, well, of course it is ruled by the planets because it's astrology, but I think it's, yes, the planets are more aligned in the Aquarius um, zone. Or, right. And, and that's what's happening. So... Mm, believe it or not, it it makes more sense <laughs> to to have this, to know this the big change according to astrologers is happening, and it I I truly believe in in the power of astrology, so it it kind of is a relief that it makes sense in a bigger scale everything that's happening, so. You might think, how oh, you're so knowledgeable. I know that's so. definitely one thing. I had no idea we're entering the age of Aquarius, or we're already in it. I, I, but it's it's quite recently that I'm a knowledgeable person because I I, I used to be like into astrology, like everyone is. Like you always want to know things about yourself. You always want people to tell you things about yourself. So I knew I was a Taurus, and I read whatever Taurus was for the month, and that's pretty much it. However. Now I know all this stuff and I started to understand that astrology is not only knowing your sun sign, which is, for example, Taurus in my case, it's also knowing your moon sign, your ascendant, the houses that your birth chart is ruled from, the importance of the planets that are positioned and what they're doing and how it affects us. Like, for example, for example, Mercury retrograde, it's a big thing that happens like every not a mo- couple months or six months or a year and and it affects us deeply so it's important to know that as well astrology is very important it explains lots of things and and that's what you're asking yourself right how do i know all this stuff well no well, i'm assuming you went back to old old books dusty tomes <laughs> in the library you know dusted the thing off them picked a lock and they came out right right very very incorrect <laughs> whatever you think how does she know that the answer will always be TikTok. The, of course, it's the freaking TikTok app. Uh, everything I know now, every knowledge I hold, it. I'm 100% sure it comes from that app. I have. I have never known anything that's outside from that app. And thanks to the the magical algorithm of of this magical app, that TikTok, that teaches me everything I know um, I got put into astrology astrology TikTok and, and that's how all my knowledge came and that's how I know all this, all of this stuff and I can go around telling people oh yes, uh, let me read your birth chart and I will tell you stuff about you and, and let's have a nice breaker conversation but once that's not the important part that's not even what I came here to talk about so, so hang on, the dawning of the age of Aquarius isn't important, isn't this 2000 <laughs> Imagine. So once you get into astrology TikTok, that it doesn't stop there. So another once you're there, another big door opens and what's that? Which TikTok? Now I'm all in for which TikTok. Go on then. 
Or, yes. or witch talk, I see. You... <laughs> exactly, witch talk, because uh, there's this uh, game with the words. It it's funner with... Well, whatever, witch talk. Um, it not only have I learned astrology, but also witchcraft, thanks to this ever giving up. That freaking TikTok that's always helping me go through my life. And I'm not joking when I say that, because I, I truly have learned both of this stuff. And TikTok is has become officially the home of modern witchcraft. And when I say that, it's because when you search hashtag witch on TikTok, the videos that uh, appear amass an amount of views of 5.5 billion <laughs> views, which is crazy. If you search witch talk, you have 9.9 .9 million views on uh, under the hashtag, which is of TikTok only 1.5 billion views that means that a lot of people are, are taking interest in witchcraft which i love is this some exclusive research look at those views that's exclusive research right what do you mean well like you added up the views didn't you that's exclusive research yes okay well it, it comes up when you look for it but it, it you don't have to open the app and search for witch talk you can if you want to, but f your For You page, which is l the main homepage, can be s making the algorithm for you so that witch talk appears without you searching. So it, it's really interesting that the witches on TikTok, which is, I'm not joking when I say that there's witches on TikTok, show you everything you need to know to function on your everyday life. Like, l um, let me show you some examples. If you need to put a curse on your ex-boyfriend, they got you. They have a lot of spells you can put on people and your ex-boyfriend. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Can I put a spell on someone? I can just go on TikTok, follow one of their spells and it works. Of course, of wow. course. Wow. We will talk about practice and how that is right, important, right. but you can do that. If, if you want to learn witchcraft, you can just start following an account or getting into it and you will be able to curse your ex-boyfriend. Or if you want to learn more about crystal healing and maybe seeing if your crystals are fake because otherwise they won't work, they got you. If you want to know how to put um, protection spells for your loved ones, you got the tutorials for that. If you want things to happen in your life and you're frustrated because everything's going wrong, you need to learn about manifestation techniques in which you speak things into existence because the universe is always listening and you got uh, techniques to learn how to manifest correctly. Now, hang on, right. Okay. Now, why does this work on TikTok? Surely, like, TikTok is like short videos, right? This sounds like some pretty deep learning. Yes. But how are you going to learn? Like, how are you going to learn a manifestation technique in, like, a minute or so? How you if you watch a thousand videos of a minute you get lots of lots of knowledge and and it and you learn and like maybe you mess up on one thing and then you go deeper into the, the specific thing that you mess up and then you learn from that and you can you can make it your own like the diy witchcraft you can um go search for specific things once you get more into it but the thing is that without getting voluntarily looking for it you can start learning and once you get the basics you can look for specific stuff that uh, you like and the thing is because I, I want to get into a specific examples of people that were not uh, aware of the powers that witchcraft holds and 
And the first thing that uh, uh, got me into witch talk was this, all these people talking about this crystal called Moldavite that is supposed to change your life and it has this crazy amount of energy that uh, if you're uh, going through a rough patch or you want your life to, to change for for the better, um, Moldavite has this energy that will make sure your life changes. But then I started seeing videos of people that bought it without making any research, just with one minute videos, like you say, that it's not enough. Um, and it actually changed their life, but it changed them for the worse. So there's these videos Whoa. of these girls crying desperately, like, oh my God, I I, I, ho I, I wish I, I didn't buy this Moldavite frog. My life is in tumbles because of it, blah, blah, blah. So, so it goes worse if you don't know what yes. you're doing with it. Can if I you don't prepare yourself for the power it holds, if you don't research properly, it can, it will change your life definitely, but maybe for the worse. Uh, I've just done some research and uh, I found that Moldavite was uh, uh, caused by a meteorite impact in southern Germany 15 million years ago. Can't Look argue with that, that, can It's from you? the universe, so it holds power. <laughs> like, I, I believe it, even though I, I sound crazy and I want to... To keep proving my case, even though maybe it gets worse and worse. No, I'm into it. <laughs> but um, I, this happened. These, these girls were so devastated because witchcraft is real, as I said. And, and it's dangerous if you're a beginner. That's why I'm a little bit cautious because I'm like, okay, this is so cool. But I do really need to, to practice and understand it to make it work and not make it against me. And, and it is very dangerous for the, the beginners of the craft and baby witches as they call it on TikTok for the, the people that are learning and and it is very easy to mess up if you don't practice enough or if you don't do um, enough research or if you stumble across videos that are inaccurate and, and you don't go deeper. Um, so older witches on, that are also on the app have warned multiple times that um, there are all these misinterpretations, that there's all this ignorance and bad usage of the, cra the craft. Um, but uh, you can also find in the app uh, a warning, sorry. A warning like to basically... Uh, yeah, uh, sorry, I, I got messed up. But uh, there's a warning for these, these older witches are, are useful because um, they tell you, that please don't buy Moldavite if you, if you don't do your research. And, and that is... That shows you it's, a, it's such a good community because you have all these people that make mistakes. So they show you you should be careful. And there's these people that are not eligible that tell you, okay, this is what you should do, blah, blah, blah. And I want to explain another um, episode of Things Going Wrong because it, it blew my mind when I read it that apparently this summer we didn't realize because it, it didn't come here. But in the US, there were this group of baby witches that put a spell on the moon. <laughs> Apparently you can do that. But by mistake, and it was a big thing. Like I, I was looking into it this weekend and, and there were these news reports and, and LA Times newspapers talking about it. And so it, it was not only within the witchcraft TikTok um, thing. It, it went to people from ordinary world, let's say it that way. And this comes to show that people do believe in witchcraft, otherwise they wouldn't have been so worried about the, on, the moon being hexed. Now, I, I'm, I'm all for witchcraft, right? Mm -hmm. But I think we can safely say nothing happened to the moon this no. summer, right? So Because yeah. I guess older witches came in and saved the day, or maybe there was a potential 
heck's happening and it didn't end up happening, but <laughs> maybe I, uh, let's see, let's imagine that the older witches put a stop into it. But the thing is, I don't want to scare people to get into witchcraft because witchcraft is also a good community that um, joined once you learn more and you can join the community and, and do things for the good. For example, putting spells against Donald Trump. They did that for a while. They said um, they, they would join to help Biden win with... Which happened. Which, which happened. happened. Uh, look at that. And witches for Black Lives Matter was a thing as well. So... Witches are actually political and in, in the good side of history, once again. Do you know what? If I ever think I'm fed up with the world, I'm just going to think like witches for Black Lives Matter exist. So that's <laughs> yeah, my, so, can I just ask about the moon again? This is mm-hmm. What were they trying to do to the moon? I think the, the more I read into it, the less I understood. <laughs> but I, at first I, I thought it was by, by mistake, but then I kind of understood that it was they they wanted to prove something or or be like a little rebellious like look guys we're baby witches and we don't know what we're doing and we're gonna hex the moon or i i'm not quite sure it didn't happen so like hexing the moon would that like give bad luck to the moon would that mess up the moon i don't know why um but we i didn't get that deep into it i didn't want to know because i'm so afraid of the moon for some reason. I, I, I don't want the moon to be any different than it is now. She's beautiful. Let's not hex her again. Um, but really, if you think um, about witchcraft and, and the age of Aquarius and the age that we're literally living in, like this lockdown happening and all that stuff, it's really convenient. Like, yes, it does require practice. Yes, you have to be careful. But when it really comes in handy in a time that we cannot do anything um, and it's uh, everything seems to be stopped and, and we have to be at home. So in uh, in an uh, in, uh, era like this, that we're all stuck at home and being able to, to cast spells <laughs> on people from your room or to learn about the energies of, of crystals, it doesn't involve you going uh, out and about and being with lots of people. It's something you can do on your own. And most importantly, you can learn to astral project. Now that I'm fully into, I'm for, I, so it's a real thing. It's a real thing. All right, have you tried it? I'm af- I I'm turned on. I'm afraid of everything, but I do believe it because um, I've seen plenty of people um, talking about their experiences, and and I think it is possible. If you believe it, of course, because if, if you're thinking all the time, oh, it's not gonna happen, it's not gonna happen. Of course, it's not gonna happen. But um. It makes sense that after a, a year in quarantine and uh, nothing to do, um, we can learn to project our astral bodies into space and travel that way and do stuff that way. Because otherwise, um, it's too boring here and, and our mind needs a, needs a break. And, and that's the best way we can do it without harming other people or making the virus spread. Because astral bodies do not carry the virus. So that's perfect for us. Do, do you know who else be- believes in astral projection? People with common sense. <laughs> a CIA. The c- no, I was going to. All oh, right, that. sorry, sorry. You're uh, making spoilers, but that's crazy. I'm going to get into it. All right, okay, okay, sorry, sorry. Okay, I first I want to make a, a little explanation of, of what astral projection is for people that maybe don't know about it. And it's the notion that one can willingly leave the, their physical body and travel to other places like um, on Earth or beyond that, whatever you want. And you can experience consciousness in a new way. Um, it's similar. They, 
I read people they experienced it and and they said it's similar to sleep paralysis, but uh, with the control you lack in sleep paralysis. So it's not kind of a nightmare. It's something that it's good. It's like a lucid dreaming um, where you're extremely relaxed and almost like in a state of near unconsciousness, but you're conscious. Like you can move yourself around and and make your astral body move wherever you want. So that's that makes you kind of conscious well there's the and and you might think okay i, I want to do that uh, how, how do you do that without drugs yeah no i'd love to <laughs> um well there's i i just made um bare, bare minimum research but there's the the main technique is of this shifting method because it's also called shifting and um, it's going into bed in a starfish position count to a hundred and focus in 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 each number so one and it, let's say you want to go to paris so one paris two <laughs> paris or an exact i don't know exactly how you would manifest or the place you want to be in and then and after each number you say that until a hundred and if you're in a place that's calming with calming music maybe turning your lights off and having comfortable clothing it will work um, and and you will shift to to Paris or whatever you want to shift to. So what's interesting in this? Have you ever tried meditation? I have tried. I'm I'm a person that wouldn't mm, feed meditation if you thought of it. But I, I think everyone can train themselves. The thing is, I'm I'm slower learner in <laughs> meditation because I'm I'm too nervous for that. But if I master meditation to a very high level, I'm sure I, I can astral project. Nice. <laughs> so then when I was like, oh my God, I, I'm going to try that once I learn how to meditate or maybe I, I will try it and, and have a bad trip in astral projection, but whatever. Then I, I discovered someone that said that you didn't need to do this starfish thing because he or she, I don't remember if it, who said it, um, he involuntarily astral projected without even knowing what astral projection was while listening to an album called Cabalista. Good album. Mm -hmm. I, I, I looked for it on Spotify and I think it's only on Apple Music. But... That, uh, that's crazy because if you don't know what's happening to you if you don't know your astral projection that must be crazy and then I looked into it and there's people on Reddit that share the same experience and I'm gonna read one of them so if you wanna listen to Kabbalista and, and astral project with ma any effort um, there, there you go it's one person explained it hasn't allowed me full astral projection so don't get your expectations too high but i have had a unique experience with it multiple times keep your body still and control your breathing it should be your main focus keep a steady natural breath your body will enter a semi-sleep paralysis state in which your body is asleep while you're awake but you can force yourself out of it with this so that's good a sort of numbness will travel from your feet to your head and you know it's truly in effect when you swallow and your throat is numb. It, dep it depends the connection to the music and improve your comprehension. It will likely take three to five songs, which is mm, something I can do, um, and it's roughly 15-20 minutes into it. So Wow, I've got Apple Music. You know what <laughs> I'm going to be doing tonight. I, I will be trying that uh, today. I want to astral project for a little. Um, 
And what you were saying, it's because I feel like every sentence I make, it it goes into more crazy and it makes me look um, dumber or something. But the thing is, and I'm not making any of this up, the people in TikTok have gotten so much into it. They have discovered a declassified uh, 1983 CIA report, CIA, like you said. Um, that explore whether or not humans could leave their physical bodies behind to travel through space and time. And what did the report say? The report, which is titled Analysis and Assessment of Gateway Process, it, it, I'm, I'm still a little bit afraid of all this, um, explain how some recording, recordings are used to control brain waves and to control the mind. And it said, literally, solid matter in strict construction of the term simply does not exist. <laughs> this is the, the CIA, CIA saying that all the atoms that make up the physical are just spinning, oscillating energy grids. They are energy, not matter. The universe is composed of interacting energy fields, some at rest and some in motion. It is in in and of itself one gigantic hologram of unbelievable complexity. <laughs> so there you go. The CIA says, yes, astral projection is a thing. Yes, you can manifest. Yes, crystal healing forever. Yes, astrology. Anything uh, that seems not real is real because the only thing that is not real is matter. There you go. Sia approved my message, my witchcraft TikTok message. I was just looking. It's really interesting. Apparently, they, they uh, somebody called up the CIA and basically volunteered to look like a facility in the USSR, as was um, the, a very sort of top secret s- s- facility by astral projection. And the CIA went, yep, all right, go for it. That, that that's crazy like should we do something should, I'm going to try to manifest something or or astro project to prove my point but I, I feel like I have enough evidence to 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 say that modern witchcraft is having a renaissance now and it makes so much sense that it is now the time that we're having this uh, come new age witchcraft can I just ask so you are would you count yourself as a baby witch um, I would like to in the future. Now I'm I'm just processing the information right. and saying, am I gonna chicken out of this? Maybe because it, it I do believe it. So since I believe it and I know it holds power, actual power, maybe I'm just gonna let it be because I don't want to astral project to somewhere I didn't want to or or or, or, or buy well, moldabite by accident. I've got to ask, right? Astral projection. Uh, we 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 talked about uh, a series, right? Okay, if you don't want spoilers oh. behind uh, behind her eyes, then then listen away. We're not going to give too many, but like astral projection was very much in in our thoughts or in my thoughts this weekend yeah. because it occurs uh, in Behind Her Eyes, which is a Netflix series, brilliant Netflix series, right? What did you make of uh, that? Mm, the the thing is, uh, when I saw that a big part of the plot was uh, was astral projection, I was like. Oh, I know about that. I I, I just listened to Cabalista. <laughs> and and at first I was like, um, I don't know about it, but the it really didn't make sense and I really liked how it it tied in together with uh, the plot and and some before the actual ending you could maybe get a hint into it that that was was what was happening and did you like it? I absolutely loved it. Yeah, I read a lot of people getting very annoyed online. Like, this is ridiculous. How can you just introduce, like, astral projection? I said, well, I don't know. They didn't read the the CIA report, apparently. Exactly. I like like the fact that it came came back at at the same time. I thought it was one of the 
best endings I've I've ever seen. That kind of did you? Yeah, that double twist was was vicious, absolutely yeah. vicious. Yeah. Let's let's not see what actually actually happened, but it it actually I anticipated it. Did but you? I didn't. Not uh, like uh, two episodes before, but right before it happened, I was like, oh my god, I bet it's it's that, and and it was. So I, I'm not. I'm just gonna leave people guessing what happened. Witchcraft. I love witch talk. I I love witchcraft. Witch talk, and and it makes me so happy that I'm in in a time that this is happening, and and that we all decided that we need that. The thing is, we need a strong belief system that to have our bags in a time that there's a shifting of ages and and everything seems to be tumbling down and what better mm, belief system than witchcraft which seems so like moldable to to your needs and what you want and oh you're not into astral projection okay then try crystals oh you like manifesting then do that and it's like every it will feed you either you want it or not like there's a piece for everyone so no, you've you've not been watching WandaVision, have you? When we started no, talking about WandaVision, you know it stars a witch. Um, well, the main character is a witch. It's it's, it's um, good to know because it makes sense that we are all talking about witches astral projecting. Like, okay, we're all so much into the age of Aquarius that we're so into innovation. We got into witchcraft. I am fully behind. <laughs> right, I I decided to pick out some very some kind of witchy music. See, so we make with Robert. Uh, let's have some little bit of broadcast with the bee colony. Broadcast with the bee colony. What do you reckon? Do you like that more? I loved it. Yeah. Witchy? Anything witchy is, is a good for me. It's it's from an album that's genuinely scary. It's one of those albums you just oh, not listen to that with, with the lights on. I like uh, the, that you make someone makes an album that the adjective is scary. I like that for them. So, in rather a beautiful uh, link, uh, you can either believe in astrology. Mm-hmm. Or you can believe in cryptocurrency. And let me tell you, just one of these two things is backed up by science. <laughs> and it's not <laughs> cryptocurrency. <laughs> well, it's interesting because, yeah, I mean, basically, um, cryptocurrency, which is, we're going to be talking a bit about NFTs, is essentially based on you believing that this thing is worth money. But then again, that's what money is, isn't it? Yes, I. I hate that when people like um, all these people have gotten into astrology just like me and it's so recently and, and it's become the butt of the joke of many people on the internet like aha uh-huh, all these girls believing in astrology and I'm like all these grown men believing in the stock market it's just a silly it doesn't make any sense do you believe in imaginary money that doesn't exist exactly <laughs> NFTs do you know what they are I have no idea. I want to hear all about it. I will do my best to understand just a little because I, I'm so confused already. This is basically one of these things I started to... You know how you, how you see a reference to something like a few months ago and you're like, okay, I don't quite understand what it is, but I'll kind of leave it. And then you see it again and you're like, oh, it's that thing again, but you still don't bother to look it up. Well, this week I finally decided to look it up, largely because uh, Daft Punk 
were involved. I mean, they weren't involved, but like their their name was involved. So it came to me, and I was like, finally, I'm going to work out what NFTs are. And it, it turns out they're becoming quite a big thing in music. And also, they're quite mind-blowingly weird, like which is something I really, really love. Um, they NFT stands for non-fungible tokens. Eh? What fungible is it? What does it mean in in English? Fungible means it can be ex- exchanged for something else. Okay, so I like thought it was like fun- fungus, like the mushrooms. But in I was like, why why did they name it that? I was so confused. Okay, it makes reference to money. Okay, the now s- still makes sense. Let's. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 it made me think of fungus too. But uh, so basically, right? Okay, if I, if you've got a ten euro note and I've got a ten euro note, we mm-hmm. can exchange them, right? Mm-hmm. Or you can exchange a ten for two fives, or, or something okay. like that. Yes. So because they're fungible, right? NFTs are non-fungible, so you can't exchange them. Okay, so they're a kind of cryptocurrency, an element of cryptocurrency that you can't exchange. But that defeats the purpose of currency, right? Well, okay, maybe maybe they're not currency, but like put, put it this way. Okay, so if you if you can't exchange it, right? Yeah. What that basically means is you know that you know where this come from, right? Because if like let's say I, I exchange ten euro note with you, you yeah. and you change it with me, yeah. then you exchange it, you go to the shop, that kind of thing. Like no one's gonna know where it comes from, right? But these things you can't exchange, okay? Okay. By their very nature. So what that means is if. Who's your favorite? Uh, who, who's your favorite musician of the moment? Mm, I don't know. Mm, let's say Frank Ocean. All right. He would be a very high token, non fungible person. <laughs> he probably would be. I quite see. But let's say like Frank Ocean makes an NFT, okay. right? And he gives it to you. Okay. As, as he might do. <laughs> no one else can have that. Okay. Right. Well, that depends on how many editions. But if he makes it like one edition, no one else can have it. No one. All right. Well, you could sell it to someone, but ah, like, he can't. He, he can't just sort of make 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 a copy of it. You have okay. to mint a certain amount of them, right? Okay. And everyone's gonna know you got it from Frank Ocean. Everyone's gonna know this is authentic. There's absolutely no denying that you got it from Frank Ocean because you can't just copy them. Okay. So what does that mean? Exactly. That's my question. Okay. That so basically, you know how like art is worth a lot of money because we know where it comes from. Like a Picasso picture isn't isn't worth loads That's of money. That's what I was thinking. If Frank Ocean took a napkin and said, "This is Frank Ocean. This is for my," that's exactly an unfungible token, right? Well, it's not a token. It's a napkin. <laughs> <laughs> but if you say, "Okay, this napkin is now a token. This is my form of tokens." Yeah, it's basically it's, well, it's like that kind of thing. Apart from it's digital. But the thing is, if he makes a napkin, right? The evidence you've got is only based on you were there when he signed it. Maybe someone will look at his handwriting and be like, yeah, that, that strikes me for a coach. But maybe someone else, someone very bad, could have come along and like and like faked it. Whereas you can't with these, because on the blockchain, it's all open for everyone to see. Okay? So he does this thing for you. Everyone knows. Everyone can look up. Yeah, that that's authentic. Right? So it's basically, it's like creating art, creating digital art, and you know exactly where it's come from. You Like, as I said, like a Picasso, right? I could make I'd do a copy well I couldn't but people could do a copy of a Picasso look exactly the same but it wouldn't be worth the same as a Picasso right why because it's not a Picasso exactly because it's actually it's not about necessarily about the object it's about where it came from but yes okay first off two questions first off what what is the actual form of of these tokens is it a song is it an exclusive song they give me or is it like a paper 
or it's somebody compared it to like an Instagram post. So it's an image and it can have music on it as well. Is it like a selfie or something? What animated? It could be a selfie. It could be almost like any, uh, almost any kind of digital picture, basically. But taken by them or something because they cannot go on the internet and say image of you. I don't know a forest and give it to me because any other people could go on the internet and search that image. But they could. But the thing is, what what you okay? But Frank Ocean search for that image, so that makes it special. Exactly. I mean, if you just robbed an image from somewhere, it would be a bit rubbish. I mean, it would it would still work. But basically, the idea is, you know, you you create something. Like, did you see the one that great the Grimes has made? No. That these so... weird like sort of pictures of the Earth rotating with little bits of music playing in the background. Okay. Um. But why why would I wanna buy that? Like. Uh, the thing is, Grimes is doing that and then selling it to on her page or whatever yes. she does. And I should be interested because it's exclusive to Grimes, but who is going to care, <laughs> right? Like, okay, you got it, good for you. Um, how is that a currency? Well, would you buy... It, ah, it's not necessarily a currency, it's linked to a cryptocurrency. Would you buy a piece of artwork by Grimes, like a normal one, a sort of painting? Yeah. I'm glad you said yes. <laughs> yeah. I probably wouldn't unless it was really cheap. But like, you know, okay, yeah, yes, yeah. Let's put it. So why wouldn't you buy a piece of digital art by Grimes? That's because what you're buying. I, you're buying a piece of digital art. Okay, so then it's it's kind of them selling merch. I don't understand the Exactly. Difference. It's like them selling merch. Okay. So what it makes it special? It's just super expensive merch. <laughs> no? I'm, I feel so dumb. I well, it's to do with availability because okay. like th this is a strange thing isn't it like if you make a hundred thousand t-shirts you know the value of each t-shirt is going to be like mm. 20 euros right or 10 euros or whatever if you make one t-shirt the value of it is going to be loads it's like scarcity in the digital world it's a way of making something digital that's scarce but it it implies that lots of people would want that t-shirt but if no one wants a piece of digital art by grimes with some music in it even if she sells it for um, $1,000, who is going to buy it? Like, it has no... Like, the value is that lots of people want it. And if no one wants it, how is that valuable? Well, well, people do want it, though, don't they? They like, do. She made something like, uh, I think, $8 million with, with her uh, NFTs, did Grimes. That's crazy. I hate the world. <laughs> Why? I quite like it. How... Okay, so she sold lots of these NFTs. Yes. And how how much are if I want to buy one? What how much should I spend on Grimes according to her? Which is it's quite a little bit of an ego trip, saying like, oh, I'm worth this much because if you buy that from me, you will be what? How do the people that buy it thinking thinking of the economy like? Oh, I, if I buy that, I'm going to sell it for a higher price? Or thinking of, I love Grimes so much, I'm going to spend $1,000 on a piece of digital art. Like. Well, it's a bit of both, isn't it? I mean, presumably there are some people that, that really love... Basically, from what I can understand, there are some people who really love Grimes that, that, that paid for it. There are some people who really believe in NFTs as a new way of doing business and kind of buy them for that as kind of like a proof of concept. Um, and there are some people who basically just wanted to do it, you know, t uh, as as an investment because you can resell it on. What investment? I don't get it. Wait, what? Who? Ha! <laughs> she made five point eight million dollars. 
But are I, selling I a feel scheme. like the the artists are the intelligent people because they they just do it and they don't have to even invest much in it because how do you know Grimes designed that? Maybe someone on her team designed that and put a, a sample of her unused music in it and you're buying it for lots of money and she didn't even see it, she just approved it and you're putting all this money. But you see, that's my point. That's modern art, isn't it? Like, how do you know that Damien Hirst actually stuck a shark in a tank? But the authenticity comes from him saying he did. So you know, like, we're in, like, extra mega capitalist mindset into thinking, like, art is valueless unless it's from this person. Like, the art itself, it's not important. The What you say, the important part is... is if it's limited enough for you to be the only one who has it. And that it can be authenticated, yeah. Okay. But, but you see, okay, so if you wanted to buy, right, I'm just, just looking this up. If you wanted to buy one of the uh, less limited uh, things, so if you wanted to buy Earth by Grimes, of which there are 303 editions minted, so there's only going to be 303 editions. But that's a lot. That, I feel like there there must be 303 um, t-shirts of a limited edition she did on a tour in 2008 or something like that. That's why it's only seven and a half thousand dollars. Seven and a half thousand dollars. But also, that kind of money? also, right? You, you, your, your sort of Grimes uh, t-shirt, your your limited Grimes t-shirt, yeah. right, is gonna get sort of old and stinky yeah. and 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 dead. That kind yes. of thing. This will never get old. This is just kind of like um, beautiful stuff digital stuff will never get old will never digital degrade stuff. everyone will always know you got it straight from from grimes everyone yeah. know <laughs> everyone will know you're invested seven thousand dollars on a piece of, of of a google image or whatever it is if you wanted to buy death of the old by grimes of which i believe there is only one ever minted okay. uh well a it's already been sold but do you know how much you would have had to stump up for that Tell me. $388,000. Uh, oh, well, $389,000. What? That's that's like a house. Like, it's what a very do, nice house. What yeah. would you want? A house? Or a piece of, of a Grimes paint image she made? That's great. I, I don't get it. Like, okay, if you have that kind of money, you have to be a little bit clever about it. You're not just... Well, maybe you are just throwing it away, but... What? Why? <laughs> How do you know someone's gonna want it on the future? Like, imagine I, I just tomorrow I wake up and I say I'm gonna invent a, a cryptocurrency because since it's like cryptocurrencies or this kind of stuff, it's imaginary value, imaginary money. Let's say it. So I wake up tomorrow and I say, okay, I'm gonna make a cryptocurrency that if you buy it for a thousand dollars you're gonna be the only one who has it and and it will be lots of money it, my money but lots of it how how does that even work well you could create your own cryptocurrency yes and and how would that be valuable like it it makes sense only for people who have followers i yeah, presumably. But that's the thing, like, musicians have followers. I love, I, I really like this idea. It's just like, okay, Grimes probably doesn't doesn't need the money. But, no. like, I just think it's a, a lovely idea of, like, making these things. Okay, so what about, have you heard of Jacques Green? No. 
Jack Green is a, a Canadian uh, electronic music producer who I really like. Okay. okay, and he's you know he's moderately successful. Does does kind of all, all right, but you know he hasn't been able to tour this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and he um, recently put for sale uh, an NFT of his song Promise. Okay, and uh, he made uh, twenty thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. I try to understand, but okay. So this this guy that's like you said, mildly popular, or he has a very niche audience. How do you? This song is gonna be out on Spotify, so it's not like an exclusive song you get. And the thing is that uh, it doesn't make sense to me. Just that I don't process it, and it, it makes me angry because it it kind of is. Okay, this guy maybe I don't know. He he needed the money because if you're an artist and this has been a difficult year. But Grimes is just like this eager monster for money that, which is crazy that Grimes has become that but like why I, I feel like it's it's dirty money like why would you make people do that if I don't know maybe it makes sense and I'm just too much into astrology <laughs> to understand money but why I see you could the environmental impact isn't good of, of all cryptocurrency that's a very bad thing okay um, because basically to, to sort of mine the cryptocurrency to mine Bitcoin takes loads and loads and loads of energy which, which is a very bad thing I, my brain is about to fall off <laughs> <laughs> like how does cryptocurrency the, the good thing about it is it does not exist like we're we all agree that it doesn't exist how does it take any energy Because you have to have energy to, to, to find it, to mine it. Like people set up these <laughs> big like crypto. Because we you have, have to, to cre- find it. But it's in ha- our heads. <laughs> but you have to create. That's the thing. You can't just have it in your head. You have to create some kind of thing that exists in some way, even if it only exists digitally. And that's what these NFTs are. They only exist digitally, but they are things. By a definition, they are things. And people will pay will pay lots of money for them. Oh my god. I think I think before before your brain explodes, uh, it has want, already exploded. Okay, would well, you want to listen to a little bit of this Jack Green? Yes, it's not the exclusive one. We we are no, not it the is one. the exclusive one. It is exclusive. But we are we the ones that bought the the NFT and we have now the, the picture in the office or something. The picture. I of... bought it for you. This is <laughs> yeah. this is your your next birthday present for the next eight thousand years. Jack Green with promise. <laughs> Can I take you back to a happier place? Please do. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, Jack Green with 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 Promise, which uh, he sold an NFT of, which was basically a six-second video loop with a snippet no. of the song. No. <laughs> ah! <laughs> All right. Okay. 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 I'll get away from. It. So, okay. Somebody who uh, hasn't done. Uh, I didn't expect cryptocurrency to to infuriate him. I thought you were going to get angry about Daniel Hall. You love Daniel Hall. I love him. Let's talk about him. Let's forget there's evil people that want to sell six second videos for twenty thousand dollars. Um. Yes, I love that album. I feel like it's the one of the the ones that we've reviewed that I loved the most. So this is Daniel Hall, Hall Core. Uh, what did you love about it? 
Um, first off, I didn't know him, which I think I, I should have because he's, I think he's kind of big, right? And kind of, yeah. And well, I I wasn't expecting much, and it it just really hit a spot for me. Like, yes, Danny, I don't know you. Thank you for <laughs> doing that because I, that's exactly what I needed, and I didn't know. I didn't know I I needed this kind of um, how do you call this type of music? Well, that's a question, like sort of hardcore, machina, gabba, rave kind of thing. Exactly. That's exactly what I needed. I, I am on a state of mind that needs <laughs> this kind of music. Like, okay, I need a new belief system. I got astrology. I need a new, like, Financial soundtrack. system. <laughs> yeah. Not financial <laughs> system, but I need to um, eat the rich. And then I need a soundtrack for that. And it's going to be Daniel Harl, Harlcore. And it's... For me, it brought the memories of um, the Crazy Frog songs that I listened to when I was little, and Cascada, which I, I don't... Are they um, American or are German, they... German, I think. I, I, I thought they were like Norwegian or something. And and this is like the best kind of music. It And Danny brought it back without making it feel tacky because it it's risky to, to do this kind of music in 2021 because that that's kind of old now and and he does it perfectly I, I i just got in the mood instantly and i understood his vision what did you make of mc boing i it's the one i like the most <laughs> really when, when he's featured I, i'm like i love this it makes me wanna jump like i and a kid with hdhd i i feel i i like it so I'm interested. I thought you weren't going to like this because I didn't think you were going to have the reference points for it. Because this really goes back to to my youth, right? Uh, I had a lot of friends who listened to Gabba and hardcore and things like that. So like when when MC Boying gets on the mic, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember. Oh, this so one. he's from the the. It sounds good because he features people from that era. Ah, uh, no, no, they're, they're new people. They're new people, okay. but it just really, really sounds like that. Like right. I knew people. It 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 feels like it's an homage to to this time without making it feel like a parody or something. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, I think that's that's key, isn't it? It's kind of it does go back to things like Crazy Frog and Cascada, but and it's very easy to do that in a sort of. Um, parodic way but it sounds like he genuinely loves that kind of music right, right that's what it, it it's like a feel good about it because it's like no no i understand why you're doing it and it's not a, in a jokey way it's kind of a an homage to to that and and the thing is that i liked it because like you said it's from like your youth you're used to see listening to this kind of music and stuff i was so little when i i got to listen to that now i feel like oh now it's my time now i'm young when that's cool like it was super cool when i was little to have that kind of music because it, it really is for a, a kid's mind when you have all that energy but when you're young it's also so cool to have that in a kind of different perspective i i really enjoyed it i cannot express it enough and where do you listen to it because I, I find it quite hard to find a time to listen to it that's the thing but when I'm feeling like I'm getting too much on my head or I don't know it, it's really easy to feel like down these days because everything's kind of sad and you cannot do anything then it's like I want my brain to be like an off switch and not not think about anything you put uh, <laughs> this kind of music and 
it will completely shift your mood. It will give you the energy that you've been lacking all day. And you will not think for the amount of time that you're listening to this about the, the sad stuff and, and the bad things that are happening. Have you listened to it on headphones or aloud? Headphones, because I, I don't want like <laughs> other people in my house like having to listen with me. Maybe they were not on the mood. But uh, headphones, it, it's a good experience because it's even closer to your brain, so it can blast your brain even more. I was listening to it aloud. My wife walked in and gave me a withering look. But your kids must have numbers. loved that. I, uh, they weren't there at the time. Yeah, I think they, they love the Crazy them. Frog. Crazy Frog is still, is still big among kids. Because it's it's amazing and and well. Crazy Frog, Danny, I it's I feel like it's the time to listen to this kind of music. Because we're not allowed to go out. Yeah, we're not allowed. And there's uh, we've reviewed other albums. We said like, oh, it it's good, but it doesn't match like the energy that we're having and stuff. Like the Dua Lipa remix album and all of that. But this, I don't know. I feel it's different. It, of course, it's it would be super good to go out with this album and stuff, but. You can listen to it at home because it's a state of mind that you have to be so insane and so <laughs> out of out of everything that this is the kind of music you want. You want this machina that that makes you forget everything and, and makes you realize, um, yeah, life doesn't make sense. So what? Let's put some crazy frog. Yeah. Did you visit the virtual club? No. Ah, there's a virtual club you can go to where you oh sort of like um, enjoy that. I, I haven't gotten too deep into him, um, but I think I will because I, I like this album that much. I, I've seen um, the first thing that shocked me is that he looks like Jack Antonoff, like, uh, the producer from Taylor Swift and Lord and all these girls that have great music. So I was like, okay, yeah, I sense a pattern here of guys that look like this, that do really good music. So that's the first thing. But I'm going to check out um, every the uh, stuff. Well, you, you know, he's worked with a lot of big pop names, like Kylie Rae Jepsen, Caroline Polachek. I love her. I love both of them. So I, I saw that you, you said that in, well, you wrote that in the script. And I... It makes sense as well because and, and it shows that he has the range to do different like not only Crazy Frog, which is amazing that you can do that, um, but also match the the energy of Caroline and, and Carly. To basically explain the concept, there's like four characters. There's DJ Danny, which I believe is just him, but with various people, um, that various singers uh, who I really, really liked, actually, some of the singers. Um, there is, uh, there's this one called Ilar, who is a Dutch singer who, who I really enjoyed. Another called Nail, who's, who's uh, I think, from London. Uh, there's MC Boing, uh, him and MC Boing, which is someone called Little Data, which is the really sort of abrasive hardcore ones. There's DJ Mayhem, which is him with Hudson Mohawk. And there's DJ Ocean, which is him with Caroline Polacek, which are the more sort of relaxed ones. And if you go into this virtual club, basically, there's each one of them has a room. And you can go and sort of listen to things. And I things. thought I'd, I couldn't love it more, and now I do. I I, I love this concept, and I want to check the rooms because and now that you said all the characters, I, I, I didn't know about that. It makes sense. I, I thought about songs, and it's like, oh, yes, this song, I bet it's from this character. Hmm. Favorite song? Um, Maybe doing beat the second one boing beat oh my god <laughs> yeah i i found that that was one i found quite hard to listen to no that's a, the craziest frog <laughs> <laughs> like theme but uh, yeah I, I like them all uh, even the one that at first uh, i think it's ocean's theme 
that that's kind of chill. I f- I was like, oh no, I want I want to keep the crazy frog mood. But I was like, no, it, it makes sense now. Like let's chill, let's have this post one and and kind of relaxed but still making sense in the album and then it continues with on a mountain that i think it's everyone's favorite and it's super good on a mountain should we, should we play it with on a mountain let's do it have you calmed down over over nfts and i totally tokens? forgot about it okay, so sorry. that shows the power of daniel harl <laughs> can you feel it is this something no Feels criminal to interrupt that, but we've got to say goodbye. Yep, it's been a past episode. I don't know, it was a pleasure. Which TikTok, NFTs, Danielle Hall, uh, and we'll see you next week. Yes.